doctrines of men are easy to detect. Doctrines of demons can be easily discerned by those who are rooted and well established in the word of God. But there is a dimension of evil doctrines that is really dangerous. It may go undetected because it comes like a wind, like a wind. This unassuming doctrine is classified by Paul the Apostle as strange doctrines. You know, when you have those strange feelings, you may not be able to instantly interpret them because they are not tangible, they are not substantial. You just know and feel that something is not right. I have had people who complained about getting involved in big financial scam that almost ruined their lives, that almost cost them their entire life savings. One thing they often confess to is the fact that they had that strange feeling, that strange feeling, but could not place their hands exactly on what was amiss. Doctrines of men are quite easy to categorize. Doctrines of demons can be easily unmasked. But when the devil wants to confuse and completely break down the spiritual value system of a church or a godly person, he blows the wind the wind of strange doctrines. In this case, the devil does not come like a wicked satanic evil beast, but he employs the services of tricky, cunning, crafty, and deceitful men who appear as glorious, wonderful, and pious, righteous servants of the Lord. When the billows of strange doctrines blows on men, only those who are rooted, only those who are rooted and established in the grace of God remain standing. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14 That we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about read about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting Hebrews chapter 13 verse 9 do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines for it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. One practical truth to bear in mind about strange doctrines is that they have the capacity, the capacity to shift men and carry them out of their place in purpose and destiny. Many people have been shifted off course. Some have been carried into strange places because strange doctrines bring people to strange places. Many people have been carried into the untimely grave by the wind of strange doctrines. 
Have you ever experienced that nice, gentle ocean wind in the heat of the day? It's amazing and absolutely relaxing, particularly if you live in a place where the temperature easily gets to 45 degrees. Indeed, our Christian journey is not a walk of roses. It's a walk of sacrifice. It's a walk of faith. It's a walk that demands our all. And sometimes we get heated up because of the contrast, because of the pressure within. Like Paul explained, we sometimes experience some internal frictions when the laws of our mind is at war with our members. And this generates a lot of heat within. At such times, we often desire something soothing. Something relaxing, something relieving, something that tells you to take it easy. In our pilgrim's progress experience, we sometimes feel we deserve a gentle pat at our back. Oh yes, oh yes, those critical moments either open us up for heaven to send supporting angels to strengthen us or for the enemy to blow the wind the wind of strange doctrines which seems to relax, refresh and encourages us to take things easy. Take things easy. Our Lord Jesus, on his way to fulfilling his prophetic purpose which involved pain, suffering, tears, blood and death, on his way to the cross, the devil blew Blew the wind of strange doctrines at him. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 21 to 24, the Bible says, From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed on the third day, be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, never, he said. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Oh yes, that is how the wind of strange doctrines operate. It comes as though it is highly interested in your good. But the ultimate goal is to derail you from fulfilling the purpose you are here on earth to fulfill. Peter, the same man who operated at a high level of spiritual revelation, he was the man who Jesus himself confirmed that flesh and blood had not revealed the mysteries Peter shared about the Lord's identity. Unfortunately, he made himself available in a moment of time and he became the agent through which the wind of strange doctrine was released against the Lord. Thank God for the Lord Jesus Christ who saw the one blowing the wind. He rebuked Satan and not Peter and exposed him right before all. You do not mind the things of God, Jesus said. You are 
an offense, Satan. You are a stumbling block. You are a stumbling block. Many people will have assumed that the admonition of Peter was from heaven. It was a wind of strange doctrine which was meant to destroy the entire plan of heaven concerning the redemption of mankind. Friends, many people have been carried away by the wind of strange doctrine. They have left their ministry unfulfilled and their lives in disarray because they were carried away by the wind of strange doctrines. Wings of strange doctrines is one of the most dangerous dimensions of satanic operations. It's a clandestine operation that may go on for years undetected. It's like having the enemy's spy as your cook or as your driver. He would constantly give you strange advice, strange teachings that will constantly mislead you away from your purpose and target goal in life. David used this model to survive the satanic attack of Absalom his son. In 2 Samuel 15.32, the Bible says, Now it happened when David had come to the top of the mountain where he worshipped God. There was Ushai, the archite, coming to meet him with his robe turned and dust on his head. David said to him, If you go on with me, then you will become a burden to me. But if you return to the city and say to Absalom, I will be your servant, O king, as I was your father's servant previously, so I will now also be your servant, then you may defeat the counsel of Ahitophel for me. David had to plant a mole. He had to plant a secret agent into the camp of the enemy. And he used that secret agent called Ushai to mislead Absalom from receiving the counsel of Ahitophel. In similar manner, Satan has employed the same strategy. He has planted his secret agents all around many believers to mislead and misdirect them from their divine purpose in God. Some people are even unwilling, involuntary secret agents of the devil. Their goal and purpose is to lead you in the exact opposite direction of the plan of God for your life. They are used to blow the wind of false doctrines that will mislead you off your destiny path. They are planted in the church, planted among us, planted in relationships, planted in your office, planted in your neighborhood. They preach, they teach, they prophesy. They pretend to love. They pretend to sacrifice. They are among us, but they are not of us. First John chapter 2, verse 18 to 19 says, Little children, it is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now, even now, many Antichrists have come. 
by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us. Do you see that? They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. They are among us, but they represent the Antichrist. They are agents of the devil that are used to cause confusion, distraction, and to blow the wind of strange doctrines. They are used to cause people to eat things sacrificed unto idols. They are secret agents of the devil used to blow winds of strange doctrines among God's people. Some come in the name of friends, some come through relationships. Others may come through business partnership. Some even come through ministry collaborations. Some come by reason of their gifts. Some have sold their birthright because of the gifts from the secret agents of the devil. They are among us. They seek for ways to compromise and destroy your value system, your spiritual value system. About 15 years ago, I relocated to another city. And I had to briefly stay with a pastor who was single at the time before arranging my accommodation. I returned from work late one evening and I observed a strange music coming from the house. As I walked towards the home, I discovered that the entire place was full of young people, boys and girls, men, young men and ladies, dancing and singing their lives away. As soon as this pastor saw me, he danced towards me and he told me he was celebrating his birthday. And before I could felicitate and congratulate him, he called out a lady who briskly walked in her direction and he said these words to this lady I will never forget. He said, meet this wonderful pastor. I want you to spoil his anointing. Meet this wonderful pastor. I want you to spoil spoil his anointing. I want you to destroy his anointing. In a split of second, the lady began to gyrate her waist and advanced towards me. I screamed out to a halt. Yes, the entire party stopped. In deep sadness, mixed with holy anger, I stomped out of that place that night. I can affirm, I can affirm, that he was a secret agent of the devil who was sent to put a stumbling block on my path to destiny. He was sent to compromise my value system. He was a young pastor who preached, who was blessed financially, materially. He had everything he wanted. He had resources. He preached in a church regularly. But he was a secret agent of the devil. Who is the secret agent of the devil who is blowing the wind of strange doctrines to you? Who is that person 
sent to bewitch you. Who is that person representing the devil to distract you, to derail you, to discourage you from fulfilling your divine mandate? Like Paul asked the Galatian brethren in Galatians chapter 3 verse 1, he said, Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. When did you start to believe that the doctrine of Christ is too hard? Who told you that the gospel should be presented in a very diplomatic, careful and acceptable way for all? Was that how the Savior who came with this gospel presented it? Who is that sacred agent planted around you to bewitch you on YouTube? Who is that secret agent on social media that is carrying your heart away from your Lord? Who is that secret agent of hell blowing winds of strange doctrine of hyper grace on you? Who is that secret agent of hell that is blowing the winds of strange doctrines of prosperity without purpose? On you, who is that person sent from hell to bewitch you to understand that you can do anything with your body since your spirit is already saved? Who said you can beat your spouse and yet proceed to bless God's people? You cannot beat and bless at the same time. Who told you that divorce is the only way out? Who taught you to divorce your spouse because you found a more suiting, compatible person in your congregation or in your office or in your neighborhood or even online? Who is blowing the winds? Who is that person around you blowing the wind of strange doctrines on you? Hebrews 39 again. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines for it is good it is good that the heart be established by grace not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them false doctrines can be easily detected but strange doctrines are more difficult to isolate. Friends, until your heart is established by grace, until your heart is established in the word of God, until you desire for something, something deeper than food and meat that profited the flesh, until your heart is established by grace, it will be difficult to overcome the wind, the wind of strange doctrines. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, 
for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Till we all come to the unity of the faith, the oneness of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Amen. That old rugged cross, so despised by the world, has a wondrous attraction for me. For the dear Lamb of God left his glory above. Feet.